and welcome back to Black History Musical Bites. I am Mary Musufu. It is always an honor to speak with you and just to have you here. My thoughts on the matter. Today I'm so excited for this show. Why? Because we are talking about my favorite auntie in my head. I don't know about y'all, but I know. I know, I know I have my favorite Tonys. I got my favorite Tony, Tony Raxton, Tony, Tony, my favorite Tony, Girlfriends Tony. And then in literature, my favorite, just of the favoritist. She's also the auntie in my head that I wish I had, Toni Morrison. Toni Morrison is incredible. She is a Nobel Prize winner. She has been received by probably all our favorite newspapers to be one of the dopest authors that we know of. We are lucky to have archives upon archives upon archives of conversations with her, interviews. I I invite you to look at some of those. And whenever you think that you don't belong, and whenever you think that your voice is not heard listen to hers because it's interesting how as an older person she knew she was enough she knew she belonged she knew what her purpose was she was proud more than proud to be a mother she was more than proud to be a woman she was more than proud to be a black woman and in these black history times that we are soaking in and celebrating i don't want us to forget this woman because she has written enough literature to heal us to open those wounds dig into those wounds interpret reinterpret them one of my favorite books of hers is mercy it's a novel that i took the time to read and sometimes you go do i really need to read this and then sometimes you just turn to the first page and you go oh <laughs> oh one of those sentences on the very first page is strangers stranger things happen all the time everywhere you know i know you know one question is who was responsible Another is, can you read? If a peahen refuses to brood, I read it quickly and sure. I'm not going to continue. The thing that reminds me of what we as people of color living in these American streets are always thinking is, how come the powers that be don't know? But we know, right? We didn't go to these fancy colleges. We don't have a gajillion, gajillion dollars in our banks. But we know the answers. We know the answers that will make our communities better. We know the answers that will heal our hurting hearts. We know the answers that could possibly potentially fix certain broken, broken, broken systems in these American streets. And sometimes you just get to leave it to historians. And then sometimes you marvel at authors for attempting to heal our broken hearts through these characters. In Mercy, she's taking us all the way back to 1680 during the slave trade times. And she's basically 
yes, it's it's in the t in the land landscape of slavery. But what do we what what again is the most important part of this story? Uh, a girl, a slave girl, but a girl nonetheless. A girl who needs to heal from family trauma and heal from the passed on trauma that's been given to her by her mother. I think there's something important about that because inevitably we'll, we keep replaying the same disc over and over again in our lives and in our spirits. And it's like, how do we shut that shit down? How the heck do we shut that shit down? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a licensed clinician, but what I would say is, is I thoroughly enjoy reading how we heal our mental woes and our mental illnesses through storytelling. And I appreciate Auntie in my head again, Toni Morrison, for making this happen. It's not complicated. She just wrote it. One of my favorite interviews is with her and this off, uh, this interview, this white lady. And she's just like, are you ever going to write like something that sent like that, that centers white people? <laughs> and Tony Morrison was just like, it baffles me. It baffles you that, that, that you are not the center of the universe in, in a story that I, a black woman, has written. And that's insane because I think even cognitively and unconsciously, when we as creators are writing are we writing for our own voices are we writing are we shooting are we making film are we painting for our for our enjoyment or for what we perceive to be an audience that's more important and tony 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 auntie tony morrison is like my my shield in my battle in making sure that I center myself in my storytelling. It's like, wait, who am I writing this for? That's right. I'm writing this for me. Wait, why am I telling these stories? Why am I speaking my truth right now? Ah, because I get to hear it. Because I get to heal and no longer be prisoner to these woes and lies. And for real, for real? And oh no, she didn't. And oh yes, they tried it again. Wait, you're in power? Okay, you're in power. All three branches. Nope, oh, wait, one branch is off, but you got two major branches where you are literally in power. This is me speaking to the Dems now. You're in power now, so maybe do something. And if you don't, my little brain and vote will remember four years from now um wow that got political really quickly i didn't want it to get political but you know we're human beings and we're our hearts and our minds tug at sexually politically emotionally psychologically this one is really to be historically right but it all connects so i'm speaking this again to say what center ourselves right center 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 your story put yourself in your story all right tony morrison said it 
center yourself center yourself center yourself please okay please okay center yourself before it's too late center yourself before it's too late center yourself before it's too late don't let someone tell your story center yourself before it's too late center yourself before it's too late center yourself before it's too late don't let no one tell your story tell yourself before it's too late center yourself before it's too late center yourself before it's too late don't let no one tell your story no let no one tell your story like when i try to say i'm african i think about all of the things that i have to take out so that y'all don't interpret my story like Mm-hmm, ha-ha, mm-hmm, ha-ha, village girl, mm-hmm, ha-ha, ha-ha, she eats ants, yeah, mm-hmm, ha-ha, ha-ha, she naked, naked, where are her boobs like National Geographic showed you? And so then I tell you, hold up, I tell you, I tell you that, hold up, I tell you, I tell you that, center yourself, center yourself, <laughs> Center yourself in your story. Center, center yourself in your story. What do you mean? I mean, I'm African. Yes, I'm African. Yes, do we have buildings? Yes, we do have buildings. Yes. Do we have cars? Yes, do we have cars? Yes, do we have air conditioning shocking yes we do we do do we have shoes yes do we have feet yes do we walk with feet yes do we walk with shoes yes do we wear jackets yes do we not wear jackets yes could we be naked yes could we be not naked yes but we also made martial arts wait don't twist it also made martial arts wait don't twist it Yes, we also made light, but we also didn't. Yes, soul energy. Yes, 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 soul energy. Yes, kinetic energy. Yes, sun manipulated over times two times ten by who? African. <laughs> this got super complicated. I didn't want it to. This got really complicated. I didn't want it to. The point of the story that I said was, was this. To tell your story is the most important thing. To tell the story is the most important thing. Your story. Center your story. Your story. Center your story. It's not complicated. But sometimes it is. It's not complicated, but sometimes it is. Let me tell you about my experience of being an African. I always preface, we're all different. 
don't listen to my story and then look at your African friend and then be like, oh my God, I totally know your story. I would say to you, go to hell if that's what you take from this moment right now. <laughs> go to hell if that's what you take from this moment right now. Don't do it. Don't look at your African friend, mate, spouse, lover, and be like, I know you because I heard Marion say, no, this is just my story. Yes, it's my specific story. Like, oh my God, I had professors for parents that grew up in the village. So I'm like totally intellectual and totally farm girl total intellectual but also farm girl what does that mean i don't mind being in the dirt oh yeah don't mind don't mind i don't mind pumping that milk don't mind don't mind from the cow i don't mind don't mind running through them cornfields Take your story. Story. It's your story. <laughs> it's your story. Center yourself. I said it. Center yourself. Ooh, center yourself. Ooh, center yourself. It can get really convoluted, confusing sometimes, because you're like, hold up, but I gotta make some money. Hold up, I gotta, I gotta tell this person that's gonna buy my story to make sure he finds himself inside of it. But what if, surprise, surprise, you do just one thing. You tell your story that you really need to. Surprise, surprise, they might just find themselves in your story anyway. Like Auntie Toni Morrison, she wrote a story called Blue-Eyed, Blue-Eyed, Blue-Eyed Girl, Blue-Eyed. Was it about some Blue-Eyed Girl? No, it was about... It was about a girl that did not have blue eyes, but wanted it so badly. Ooh, ooh. That story catapulted like a ricochet. Bing, bang, boom, bong, bong, bing, bang, boom, bong, 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 hitting the walls, hitting the atmosphere, smacking every lip and eye that read it. Why? Apparently, we all have the same insecurities. If you're red-eyed, if you're blonde-eyed, if you're blue-haired, if you're green-skinned, you're like, oh my god, she totally got the essence of me not feeling like I belong. <laughs> Getting the essence that I, that I don't belong. Oh my gosh. Inevitably, what is the most important thing of what I'm really trying to say here is don't let, don't let no one tell your story. I guess don't be afraid to also tell your story. Don't let, don't let, don't let no one tell your story.